Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values and Texas Values Action. This segment of Texas Values Report is going to be brought to you by Texas Values Action. Texas Values Action is the 501c4 organization that's associated with Texas Values. And look, it's an important weekend. I mean, look, if it's May and you live in the state of Texas, it's always a great weekend. I mean, look, for that matter, if it's a Saturday and you're in the state of Texas, it's a great day. But this is a very important weekend Runoff elections are happening across our state. A lot of activity. You know, the the Republicans have a lot of issues on the ballot. The Democrats have a statewide election. They're they've got a governor uh, that they're going to nominate someone to nominate to run for governor of the state of Texas. So a lot of activity this weekend, and it's interesting too because you know a lot of people aren't aware that there are runoffs. You know, you get to the runoff section and turnout usually gets even lower when you talk about primary elections. Uh, But that's no excuse to act like it's not important because it is very important. And if you know anything about the work that we do, we focus on the issues of faith, family, and freedom and how those relate to the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media. And when it comes to the legislature, if you want to have an influence, if you want to have your voice on who's going to represent you at the legislature, you got to turn out to vote. And I'm not suggesting that, look, if you forget to vote, that means you can never talk to your elected official. My point is, if it matters to you, this is a very important part of the equation, is who you vote for, who then goes on to represent you. But it's not just about the legislature. I mean, the courts as well. We've got judicial candidates on the ballot, as well as executive. Uh, it, it really just runs along a spectrum there. So a lot of important issues that you want to be mindful of. You may be having some local elections that you want um, that are runoff in, in wherever you are in the state of Texas. But that is the the scope of what we cover with the work that we do. You know, we're we're at wherever these issues are happening, whether it's the ballot box, the legislature, the court, the media, we're going to be involved. And our team vets candidates, we've got a voters guide website that has the most traffic of any voters guide in the state of texas okay i don't even think it's close it's called freevotersguide.com but enough about me i want to bring our guest in he knows more about elections probably i would imagine than i do he's got much more experience with him and and this is an area where he does focus even though he does care about policy and he cares about what's in the platform of the republican party the elections are very important. So our guest today is the state chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, James Dickey. James, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Thank you very much, Jonathan. It's great to be with you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about James Dickey in case you you haven't come across him before. He is the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. He was elected last year in June. He's got decades of experience as a conservative activist and a Republican leader. Since his election, he's brought renewed focus to empowering the GOP grassroots, guided by conservative ideals, embodied in the party's platform. He is inspired by the statesmanship of Ronald Reagan and... um, Let me see what your bio says here. James was three months too young to vote for President Reagan in 1984, but undeterred, he went to uh, to work helping 
to win a conservative seat in the U.S. Senate. And I could say more about him. He grew up in Fort Worth. He was the valedictorian of his high school class. Very nice, James. He has degrees from Stanford University in political science. He also has a master's in business from Baylor University, which broadcasts their football games on this station, as a matter of fact. And so I could say much more. He was also the chairman of the Travis County Republican Party. So for our main listening audience on the radio, we're in Central Texas. Um, A lot of people in Travis County. He's been married to his wife, Linda, for 28 years. They've got three children, Jay, Donna, and Dakota. I've met Jay, and he's got a lot of hobbies that he likes to do, but particularly spending time with his wife and family. James, this is an important weekend. Um, Look, we could spend a lot of time talking about it. We've only got a few minutes or so. Tell us what's most important for people to know about these elections in this weekend before the runoff election on May 22nd on Tuesday. Absolutely. So what most people don't realize is the, the if they want to have a big, big impact, this is the moment to have it. The Because of the ratio of people who vote in primaries and primary runoffs in particular versus the general election, every voter who goes in and casts their vote in this primary runoff, it, it's the equivalent of voting, of having 20 or 30 votes in the general election. It's a, it's a much more impactful vote. And it's impactful partly because in much of the state, in many of the areas, whoever wins that primary, whether it be on the Republican side and a Republican area, the Democrat side and a Democrat area, whoever wins that primary or that primary runoff is the likely winner in November. So this vote on Tuesday is super important, which is why everybody has to be sure First of all, anyone who either voted in the Republican primary during the primary or did not vote in any primary is eligible to vote in the Republican Party primary runoff. And they they Uh, have to have not. I want you to say that again, because I think most people don't know that. Say that again for our listeners, that important fact about the election on Tuesday. If you are a registered voter in Texas who either voted in the Republican primary or did not participate in another party's primary or convention, then you are allowed to vote. So you don't have to have voted in the Republican Party primary. You just have to have not voted in the Democrat Party primary. Um, and That's very important. So allowed- let me make sure I'm, I'm following you. So the main primary election was on March 6th. So Correct. if you didn't vote at all in that primary you can still vote in the runoff. Absolutely. Is that correct? And it, yep. if you if you voted Republican, you can still vote. I mean, and, and we you know you got to come back, right? You got you can vote right. in the runoff. Come back. Sometimes yep. people think, oh well, I voted in March, so I guess I don't vote now. No, 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 no. Um, it's even you know, and to your point, it's even more important. And look, before the the liberal media runs the headline, James is not suggesting that people are going to vote cast a ballot more than once. You're making the point that it, you know, arguably it's the equivalent of more than just one vote because there's such a limited amount of people that vote in a runoff versus a, the primary election or a general election. So, you know, in theory, it it tends to have more of an impact. It has a multiplied impact. Yeah, it has a multiplied impact, but your one vote in this case um, it, it, just to use as an example, if a million people vote in November in the primary, it's usually around 
you know, a couple hundred thousand people who will vote. And then in the primary runoff, it's usually more like 50,000 will vote. And so it, when you get down to the primary runoff, your vote has a bigger share of the impact. That, that's exactly what we meant. And so, so by all means, it's, that makes it more important that you be an educated voter. So be sure. And we've got runoffs from justice of the peace races all the way up to uh, courts of appeal races. So these well, are, the, depending on the area, these could be really, really, really important. And congressional. We have U.S. Congress yep. runoffs. Yeah, I mean, look, you've got, okay, so our, our listening audience on the radio tends to be uh, from Waco, somewhat maybe all the way to San Antonio, but online, um, this is podcasted. People listen to us all across the world, and it's no exaggeration. If you go to our Facebook page and look at where people have checked in from different parts of the country, it blows my mind sometimes to look at those stats from the Texas Values and Texas Values Action Facebook page. But but we know just across the state, there's a congressional seat up up for grabs in Houston. There's a congressional seat up for grabs in Central Texas. There are two congressional seats, if you will, up for grabs in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. There's courts of appeals races here in Central Texas. There's a court of appeals race in the Dallas area. You've got several Texas House seats. The Democrats have a have the governor on the ballot across the yep. state. You know, and so there's a lot of election activity um, that's happening. And, you know, look, you, um, James, I, I've seen you around, you know, obviously you started with your leadership here in Travis County, but then was elected as chair last year after Tom Meckler decided not to yeah. run for reelection. I've seen you all across the state. And look, you know, I travel a little bit and, uh, and I enjoy it. I get down to South Texas, North Texas, East, West, you name it. And I feel like you and I have crossed paths a number of times and I've seen you out there and I've seen your team out there. You know, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing and, you know, what kind of and what you're hearing distinguishes the Republican Party from the Democratic Party. Absolutely. Well, probably the most visible stark difference is how we value life. You know, we fight for life from conception to natural death. Um, we, we fight to protect it all across that spectrum. And clearly, uh, the Democrats not only do not do that, they arguably have been fighting to fight against life. And, and that's that's got to be the most stark difference. And we've had some great victories on that front lately. It's, it's something to be very proud of. We also, the another stark difference is personal responsibility. You know, the, the, the Democrat propositions that were on the ballot during their primary were all about what could the government do to make things um, uh, to, to take away your ability to, to set your own opportunity where our propositions uh, were on, um, you know, what, what, can we, what can we leave to personal responsibility? What can we get governments to stay out of to let us make our own choices in our own lives? And we all know there's no real free lunch. And so the more, the more you ask government to get involved in, uh, the more control, freedom, opportunity gets taken away, and that's that's a giant uh, difference, and and that leads to uh, you know responsibility leads to economic freedom, and we you know we fight for decreasing the debt burden on everyone so that so that our kids have a future that is free uh, as free as possible of debt, and that uh, our taxpayers can can make their decisions with their own money. 
No, that's a good point. We're talking with the state chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, James Dickey. And just in case anyone's wondering, if the state chairman of the Democratic Party ever wants to come on my show, I am happy to interview that individual. I bet we'll have a lively conversation. That invitation is open. And, you know, James, you're talking about the differences between the two parties. Um, Let me step back for a second. If people want to know where to vote, looking for polling locations, you're typically going to find that in your county, right? Your county election office website should have information about your polling locations. Is that right? Yeah. In fact, the best way to do that almost always is to is to just search for uh, blank county elections. So if you're in Travis County, Travis County elections or, you know, whatever county, blank county elections, if you search for that, you will end up finding uh, the website that will have the information on your elections. And it's and most importantly, it'll show what races are coming up. So before you get into the voting booth, uh, you can go to your uh, voter guide. You can go to um, other voter guides and do research on the candidates and their and their issues and their websites. It's really important to be an informed voter. Well, a couple other things. We're talking with state chairman of Republican Party, Texas, James Dickey, small business that is something that you have lived in, you've thrived in. I know you're a man of faith. You're a family man. I also know that it's my understanding you've worked really hard and your team has worked really hard in minority engagement, in engagement in South Texas, in areas that a lot of times people will try to pigeonhole Republicans, say, you know, they don't care about this, they don't care about that. I haven't seen that to be the case under your leadership. Tell us a little bit about um, what's been happening and why that matters. Oh, absolutely. We, it, it is a priority. I get asked about it all over the state. Frequently, people say, "What are, what are we doing to make sure that we that we are aligning our shared principles and and getting the message out that we care for all voters, that we fight for what we fight for because uh, we care for all our citizens and we want all Texans to succeed and have the best opportunity and the and the most freedom." And so what we've been doing and a big change under my tenure is that uh, it's been less about uh, individual um, visibility at some event labeled a Hispanic event or some event labeled uh, a black Republican event. And instead, what we've been doing is engaging the field team. So we have for at the earliest point in any recent election, we had field teams spread all across the state. We actually, for the first time ever, put a full-time staffer in Corpus Christi. So we had somebody down in South Texas and, and working Nueces County all the way west to uh, the valley. We had somebody in uh, west uh, part of Congressional District 23, so out in uh, Uvalde and Del Rio and uh, and Bear County. And what they were doing, what they have been doing on the ground is recruiting volunteers, training them up, equipping them so that we actually had, for the first time ever, two full teams of Spanish-dominant speakers going into neighborhoods, uh, talking to registered voters in those areas who we have not talked to personally, and talking to them personally about the issues that matter most to them, and finding out the, those voters and those residents who, who really resonate uh, with our principles so that we can work together to make their communities a better place and their future a brighter one for them and their kids. And that has turned, that has turned out results 
that are super meaningful. Um, well, we, look, uh, and, and I'll say, let me stop you real quick just for a minute, James, sure. so we don't run out of time in this segment. We're talking with State Republican Party of Texas Chairman James Dickey. As someone myself who you know is Hispanic, I'm not first, gener- first generation. My experience is different than others, but I will tell yeah. you, growing up in an area similar to like you, right, in the, in, in the area where you grew up in Fort Worth, you talked about that the other day, uh, probably yours was probably even in more strongly minority. My high school was about a third white, about a third Hispanic, and about a third black. And, you know, it is about community. You get across the message to people. They believe you more when you make a personal touch with them, when you show up in their community and do something, and it's authentic. And so I'm really excited about the work that you're doing in that, and I think it is something that will be seen as real. And I do think that you'll see uh, a return on that investment and that, and and also, and, and it works both ways. It allows people mm-hmm. in the Republican Party to understand more what people are dealing with in their particular communities, not just what they read in a headline or what their past experience was. They get to know people. They break bread with people, whatever it is, yeah. and it and it really makes a difference. Before we lo- cut you loose. You got a big event coming up in June, a huge event, the biggest event <laughs> for your your work. Tell us about the Republican Party of Texas State Convention happening in San Antonio in June. Absolutely. So June 14th through the 16th, we have the Republican Party of Texas biannual uh, convention. And that convention is the largest political convention in the entire country. Uh, and in fact, we, we have heard it said that it's the largest convention in the free world. Uh, it has more than triple the number of delegates that the Republican National Committee has to its convention. And the reason is we're a grassroots up party. Everything about the Republican Party of Texas is established, controlled and set by the delegates to the convention. And so we we start with that attitude and that environment, partly by letting as many delegates as possible participate. Now, that that makes it a challenge. There are literally only four places in the entire state that we can even have our convention because it's that big. But at the convention, those delegates, we're going to have about 8,000 delegates and alternates at the convention. They they will set the rules under which the party is going to operate for the next two years, the platform that we're going to fight for for the next two years, and the representatives who will handle the, the leadership and management of the party during the next two years until the next convention when the delegates are back in control of everything and reset everything, uh, however much they feel need it needs to be reset. And I'm so excited about it. We've been doing it. There's a lot of training on our website about it at Texas gop.org there's a, a big button for convention a lot of information about it uh, every, anyone is welcome to come we guests are more than welcome it's going to be an amazing three days and there's going to be lively debate and decisions about what we're standing think? for and what we're fighting for you it's going to be great <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah be amazing i i've i've attended i think starting 2006 or maybe eight, I forget. Um, always a lot of lively debate, but but uh, but tremendous values to that. We're talking with state um, chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, James Dickey. Two key notes: June 14th through 16th is the Republican Party of Texas State Convention in San Antonio. Yep. But this Tuesday, May 22nd, is the Republican primary runoff election. Democrats are already vo- also voting in the Repu- in their uh, primary. This main election day, May 22nd, polls are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., very important day. James Dickey, thank you for being our guest today on the Texas Values Report. 
Thank you very much, Jonathan. All right, good stuff. Man, James just has a lot of information, a, a lot on his plate, but a very important role. And you could just hear kind of a steadiness, too, in his voice. He's got a great team working with him, a lot of folks that are engaged. But, hey, that's a lot of work to manage, I, you know, and – and it, uh, and I think I'm right. It, you know, this is a volunteer position. I don't think there's James has a has a separate business that he runs um, to make a living. And this is a position that uh, that essentially is a volunteer. There, are, I think there are staff members that get paid, but nonetheless, uh, you know, good information. May 22nd runoff elections. So the Republican Party of Texas does not endorse in the primary. They let that play out with the voters. They they try to support all of the candidates if you will. But Texas Values Action does endorse candidates. We do endorse candidates. So let me run off some of those for the runoff, if you will. Um, One of the key races is here in our listening audience, our main radio listening audience, is the third court of appeals race for the state, uh, state court of appeals here in the central Texas area. It includes 24 counties. So if you're not aware of what that entails, I'm yes, I'm going to run off the list, if you will. I'm going to read off, run off. I'm going to just say that every time. I'm going to read off the list in just a second of all the 24 counties. But Texas Values Action, um, uh, we have endorsed Mike Toth in this race. You know, this guy is a Marine. He's um, he works at the Texas Attorney General's office. He clerked for a U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals judge. That is a very prestigious position. You really have to know appellate law. You really have to know what you're doing in order to be in that position. And, you know, he's litigated uh, religious liberty cases. He's litigated border security cases. He's litigated, uh, you know, privacy issues that the attorney general's office was involved in to keep men out of women's bathrooms. So here are all the counties that are included in this court of appeals, third court of appeals race, place six, Bastrop, Bell, Blanco, Burnett, Caldwell, Coke, Comal, Concho, Fayette, Hayes, um, Iron. I'm going to say that wrong. I'm sure that's bad as me as Texan. Lampasas, Lee, Lano, McCulloch, Milan, Mills, uh, Runnels, San Saba, Selecture, Sterling, Tom Green, Travis, Williamson. 24 counties in this race. So a lot of people involved. Some of that's a more rural area. But we've endorsed Mike Toth in that race. It's very important. These court of appeals race, you see a lot of times people will, will um, file things frivolously in the state courts. Things will get reversed at the Court of Appeals. That's what happened in our same-sex benefits case that came out of Houston. Thankfully, we went up to the Texas Supreme Court and got that worked out in our client's favor. That case is still going on. But that is a very important race. And so if you haven't engaged in that race, you can go to Free Voters. Well, you can go to our website, txvaluesaction.org, and find more out. You can go to Mike Toss' website and find more out about the tremendous work that he's done. I think he he was at Stanford, then University of Virginia Law, some very prestigious law schools. And I don't mean to say that is some that he's some type of elitist. You've got to be very smart, no matter who you are, to go to those type of institutions. Not to suggest other people aren't intelligent. I'm just saying, it takes an exceptional individual to get into some of those schools. In so that just to give you a little bit about his ability academically and professionally, and then to clerk for judges like he has, those are very difficult positions, and you get great experience to find out what it's like to work for a, an appellate court, to work in a court setting. That's something that he's done. Then he's got the practitioner side where he's worked on cases as well 
with the attorney general's office on some huge cases. I mean, the attorney general's office, they lead coalitions of states in some of the most talked about litigation in this in the country, if not the world. So they're not playing around. That's some pretty high level legal work that they're doing. So just some other races here in um, the area. Thomas McNutt is a Texas House race. That Republican primary race is going to be very close. That's Anderson, Freestone, Hill, and Navarro County. That's close to Corsicana, also to Hillsborough and some of those areas. Um, here in our listening audience, too, Chip Roy, Congressional District 21. That's in Central Texas. Bandera, Bear, Blanco, Kamau, Gillespie, Hayes, Kendall, Kerr, uh, Real, and Travis County is included in the race for U.S. District House District 21, where we've endorsed Chip Roy. Then up in the North Texas area, Stuart Spitzer for Texas House District 4, Kaufman in Henderson County, Jill Wolfskill in Austin, Burleson, Colorado, Fayette, Grimes, Lavaca, and Washington County. That's um, that's between Austin and Houston, a district there. Deanna Metzger in the Dallas County area. And then a number of different races, including Bunny Pounds for U.S. House District 5, Anderson, Cherokee, Dallas, Henderson, Kaufman, Van, da- Van Zant, and Wood County. Go to txvaluesaction.org to see this list. I can't run through all of it in the time that we have, but some very important races that Mike Toth, U.S. that third court of appeals race, is going to be extremely important. Donna Davidson is someone we know that's also in that race. She is a friend. She is someone that um, that we think is you know is a very is a tremendous individual. There is a difference in that race that I think is very important when you look at some of the most recent work that Mike Toth has been involved in, and you look at his background having clerked for a federal court judge on a very important court of appeals, the um, the fifth uh, Fifth Circuit, I believe he clerked for Edith Jones, and so. Um, you know, some differences there that are very important and I think matter in this type of election. And you look at some of the endorsement that's that he has gotten from people in the local area, people like Tim Bondol and people like our, uh, you know, Attorney General Ken Paxton. A lot of organizations have also endorsed Mike as well. And, you know, these are things if you go to these websites, you can see some more information about them. The U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals Edith Jones is who Mike Clerk for, and also on the Southern District of Florida, another federal court, just to get some background. He's also been very active in the Federalist Society, Austin Lawyers Chapter, and many other things. And so, look, uh, go to txvaluesaction.org to find out more about these elections. Main election day for the runoff is May 22nd. Don't make an excuse. Go vote, and we'll talk to you next time on the Texas Values Report.